0: And welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a safe space for women struggling with an unexpected and unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, and I too have been where you are. It was a crushing time in my life, and to help me cope, I kept a journal. In this podcast, I crack that journal open to share with you those raw, emotional, and sometimes pretty embarrassing entries. I take you with me on a deep dive, analyzing my thoughts and feelings now that I have some perspective. My mission is to share with you some of the pitfalls that extended my journey to healing and to offer support, validation, tips, and tools to help you push past the heavy pages of your own journey. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I'm glad to have you here with me. And I am going to jump right into this week's journal entry, which is going to be for Wednesday, November 3rd. Well, it's Wednesday and I'm here at school. I'm so not in the mood to be here, but what can I do? I do not feel like working, but I know I need to. I am so close. Just a few more months to go and I will be done and able to get myself a job and a life. This past week was pretty crazy. I at least have not cried since Sunday. I think that's pretty good. I'm feeling kind of down. I know that this is normal, but I still don't know. I have been good about not talking to Guy. It has been three days that I have not spoken or typed a word to him. How do I feel about that? Well, I'm not sure that I miss him. But I know there have been times when I have wondered what he's up to, or maybe have needed something or wanted to talk to him about it. But I think I know now that we cannot be friends. Not until I am not hurt anymore by what he has done to me. And I feel that will take quite some time, at least till I have my own job and my own place to live and things are a bit more normal for me. I'm not happy that he has moved on. I'm still not sure how I feel about About his hookup with that girl, I tell myself that I have no room to talk and that I really thought it would have been sooner for him anyway, but still, I, in some ways, still feel hurt about it and like he is mine and should not be messing with other girls. I know my therapist would be like, That's so irrational, and I know that it is, and that it has been nine months since we split. I still wish that he learned, realized that he made a mistake, but that I have moved on, and he has to feel like a fool for giving me up. Again, I know that is silly too, but I know this will not happen. I know that he is very happy with his life. I know that he is living his youth and enjoying his money in a way he never got to as a family man. But you know what? I don't know. I'm just tired of saying it. Yes, he should have stuck with his family, but he did not. I need to get that in my head. He did not. He should have, but he did not. So get over it. Things do not happen as they should sometimes, and you just need to deal with that. I mean, I need to. I'm not helping myself by being mad at him for making a stupid, selfish mistake. Sometimes I wonder if he is noticing that we have not talked and if he even cares. But I know that I need to not even wonder about that. What I need to do, and I have been telling myself so far the past few days, is to only worry about myself. I need to not care what he is doing or that anything I do is affecting him in any way. I'm not doing things for that or living for him anymore. What I do has nothing at all to do with him. Just like what he does has nothing to do with me anymore. And so I do not need to know or even hear about it. It has helped me to think of... Things that way, and I have not felt sad that I have not talked to him. More, I think I'm feeling lonely. This other person wanted me to go over to his place yesterday, but he was looking for a quickie, and I am feeling like I need some serious attention, not to be used, and I know that that is what is going on with him, so I did not go, and I felt good about my decision. I really think that I'm going to do a lot more of the going with my gut. If I had done that with Guy a few months ago, I would not still be where I am, because I knew that I was doing it to myself, and... It was not good or smart. I really need to do like the therapist said and listen to myself. Well, there is something else I need to listen about. I have been talking with two men I met on the personal sting. One I knew from school and he was a guy from back in my school day. So it was cool that he contacted me. Well, anyway, we have talked for like two hours, two nights in a row. And well, the first night I was like, cool, we talked and it was fun. But he said a few things that kind of put me off. But still, I was like, let me just see how it goes. Well, then last night he said even more stuff that was like, okay, this is not the man for me. He is a bit too... Well, he is nice, but there were flags going up all over the place, and I have decided that I'm going to listen to them. Just because I'm feeling lonely and want some attention is not a good enough reason. Hell, it is no reason to get mixed up where I do not need to. So I will talk to him when he calls and maybe see if I can add him to my let's be friends list. But there is no way in hell I'm going to get emotionally involved with him. Okay, so the second man, well... He is scaring the hell out of me. I'm not interested in him at all. I thought I would give him a chance since he contacted me and I would see what he was like. But things went downhill fast after the first email. I mean, he could be a cool friend to hang out with, but he is way too, well, not the man for me. I mean, he is into Super Soap Weekend. He considers some fan club members like family. I'm not sorry, but nope, not for me. So I'm like, why am I bothering really? I need to just keep up on school and get it done. Then focus on a job, then focus on my apartment, then focus on my weight, then who knows. But I need to not focus on guy, not focus on other men, and not focus on being stuck at mom's place. I just need to enjoy my life. There really is a brighter side here. I mean, I know that I was not happy with Guy. I loved him, I think. I know that I, I know that, but I was not happy. And to be fair, I do not think that I could have left him for many reasons, but for the most part, I do not think I could deal with the guilt. I hate guilt. And just when I was upset about the message from the girls last week, I mean, I felt like shit and different than how I feel now. What I need to understand is that most of my pain is because I got screwed because I feel like I did not get my fair share for all the work I did these past eight years. I feel like I helped him get to where he is and then he dumped me and that really pissed me off. And then I feel that getting left really hurt on my already fed up self-worth. So I really feel that It was not so much him, but me. It's not that he was the best man ever, because the best man ever would never, ever have done what he did. But even before that, he was selfish and brought us all down with him. So I'm not losing anything great. I need to keep telling myself that. It is hurt pride that is the big issue here, not the loss of my soulmate. And you know, when you live with someone for nine or 10 years and you make them your life for good or bad, It is a big hole when they are gone and normal for you to fight to keep it. But every day I feel that I know more that this was for the best. And when I have a job and a good paycheck and my son and I are not depending on anyone, I really think that that will be the day when I can look at Guy and say, thank you. Thank you for being selfish enough to let me go and have a chance at a better future and happy life. So I feel better and I know I need to get moving on my work. I have been thinking and I do not feel like I miss Guy. I feel like I miss being needed and that was pretty unhealthy in the first place. Just like I did everything for him and now in his own place he does do it all. So he could have just made things harder for himself. Well now I will do what I need to do for me and for my son and I will be perfectly fine. Okay, well, that was an interesting journal entry. It kind of went all over the place. Um, Let's first start talking about the men that I was talking to. So, yes, I will admit that I did some dating, even though I was not ready, and I, you know, started chatting, and I think getting into a relationship too soon after my separation was not healthy, but I think it was okay to talk to different men and help me recognize that, you know, what I'm going to introduce into my life is more stress and drama and to recognize that I was having a little peace. I'm still dealing with the breakup. I'm still dealing with my feelings clearly for Guy. And so it's not a healthy time to bring a relationship, but it is a good reminder when I talk to uh, men and I see their red flags I'm reminded that, you know what, relationships aren't all that you're imagining in your head because I'm sure we're lonely, we're sad, and what we start envisioning is, you know, the Prince Charming, the 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 Disney princes, and that's not what we're going to get. We're going to get real, live men with all of their problems, with their baggage, with their sometimes inconsiderateness, with... Our um, unresolved self worth issues, so that we want to please them at the expense of ourselves, and that's not healthy, obviously, and not smart. So, even though yes, I was talking to a few different men, I was at least recognizing. So, I'm proud of myself that I was recognizing. The first um, man that I was talking to that I went to school with, sadly, he passed away, and he was involved in some sketchy, some sketchy stuff, and that is what I noticed, even though I didn't put details into the letter, but I do remember conversations with him. And yeah, he was a little bit sketch and he was into things that were not good and definitely not where I wanted to be as a, you know, mother. I didn't want to bring any sort of uh, trouble into my life. And so... It was cool. It was like an ego thing that he wrote to me because he was popular in school and all the girls liked him and he's like, hey, he's talking to me, but he was not uh, quality goods and unfortunately, he got in trouble. I think he ended up in jail and then he died. So, he was obviously not the one for me, you know, rest his soul. Now, the other one, (laughs) the Super Soap Weekend. I actually, um, I'm sure that the story will come up later about how terrible our date went and I didn't exactly follow my gut. I ended up going out on a date with him, but I'm not going to say it too much now because I'm sure that it comes up in another journal entry. And I figured I'd go on the date because I was also saying, you know what? Just give it a try and see what happens. Even though... It seemed a little weird that he was in a soap opera fan club, and that you know he he would mention that you know he really loved Susan Lucci, and you know he he followed her around to different performances. And if you don't know what Super Soap Weekend is, that is over here in uh, Disney. They used to bring the soap opera stars from um, ABC because I think ABC was connected to to the Disney corporation. And so they would bring the soap opera stars for a weekend. You would go and you can get signed autographs and you can meet and greet. And it was, it was cool because yes, I love my soaps. I used to watch, you know, one life to live all my children, general hospital. Now only general hospital is left. And so, and they don't do super soup, super soap weekend anymore, which is too bad. Cause I really enjoyed it. But anyway, you know, we discussed that and that was where we were going to meet. And it felt a little bit weird. Um, he, for me, and you know, this is just my opinion, I judged the fact that he chased after um, movie stars as not very masculine. But in another way, it could have been, hey, great, we could sit down together and watch soap operas. I mean, that's kind of cool. And that is, would have been cool. It was just the fact that he went one step further, like was in the fan club and, and was talking to me about you know all of the soap stars that he knew. It just sounded creepy to me. And that was just how I felt so moving on to my thoughts on guy and i think that again i'm learning i'm getting a little bit more clarity in my life and uh the one thing that i mentioned there was that i almost felt grateful that he was the one who broke up with me because i would have never done it for many reasons religion self-worth fear fear But I feel like if I did, and we switched positions, meaning he did not want the separation or divorce, and I did, I worried about his mental health. I worried that he would, you know, kill himself. These are things that I was concerned about, and I would not want to be responsible for that. And if he felt the way that I felt and expressed it to me, I would not be able to live with the guilt. Like I mentioned, I hate feeling guilty. So in a weird way, I felt like I was glad that it happened like that because I felt that I was strong enough, even though I was suffering and even though it was terrible, I felt that out of the two of us, I was strong enough to handle the breakup. And it's, I guess, weird to think about it that way, but that's kind of how I saw it. And I will also say that I I don't feel like I'm giving him enough credit when I say that he was selfish enough to break up with us or to break up his family. As I have you know, grown and looked at this from a different perspective, I'm not going to call it selfish. I'm going to say that he recognized that he didn't want to be with us, not us. He realized he didn't want to be a family man. He didn't want to be in the family unit. I keep saying us because I feel like he abandoned his son, but he was there for his son. He took his son, you know, when he was supposed to. He didn't like disappear. He, his son saw him, you know, every month. Almost every other weekend, Uh, yes, he would change the schedule because sometimes he would uh, like put parties ahead of his son and that would bother me, but he was there. He was a father. Uh, My son can say that his father was around all his life. So, In retrospect, I was probably feeling, um, of course, I was all in my feelings and I felt like he didn't do as much as I would have liked him to do, which is real, but he definitely was more present than many other fathers. So even though I will probably bash him in a lot of more of these journal entries, I just want to say that in reality, from afar, looking into it, he wasn't as bad as I continue to say he was. That was spoken out of a lot of anger and fear and disappointment on my part. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there. But my point was that he wasn't selfish by breaking up with me. He recognized that he was not happy and he did do me a favor. And I, and I say that on here that maybe one day I can say thank you. And I absolutely am grateful I'm grateful that he had the courage to do what I didn't because my life has been better. I had so many more opportunities. I had years of being able to live on my own with my son and learn about myself and find my strength and learn that I can do all of these things, that I don't need a man to survive. And, uh, you know, it's a wonderful feeling. And I wouldn't have done that had he, you know, just stayed with me out of whatever obligation or, or whatever. And I knew I was unhappy, but I wouldn't have done anything about it. So it really needed to be him. He didn't cheat. He didn't cheat on me and then put me in a situation where I realized this and break up with him. And I am, again, grateful for that. That would have been a selfish move to not be man enough to tell me straight out that he wanted things to be over and then go and start messing with other women. So I appreciate that he put a, 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 a finality on us. Sure, right away he was interested in other girls, and that's you know that's fine. And maybe he was before then, but he didn't do anything until after we were separated, and I respect that, and I am grateful for that. And I am grateful, now I can say in this day, that he... Ended our relationship because I can imagine how my life would have continued with him. And I don't want to imagine that I didn't have the life that I had after him, specifically my daughter that I always dreamed of having. Not to say that I would have had a daughter with him, but honestly, it wouldn't be the daughter I have now. And, you know, my daughter is pretty awesome. So I'm glad that it is her. I think um, I. Do mention that a lot of my issues with him are that I'm just kind of floating in limbo. I don't have my own house. I don't have my own space. Uh, I don't feel like I am where I want to be yet. And, you know, it is maybe not healthy, but normal to kind of push that in his direction, to kind of blame him for that, which you know, may or may not be fair, but that's where it is. But this was not a rage letter. This was not a rage journal entry. This was a lot of clarity, a lot of interesting perspective. Uh, You know, like I mentioned with the therapist saying that it is unhealthy for me to hope that he is feeling things for me or about me or wondering what I'm doing. And um, it's true because it needs to not be about him. It needs to be about me. Now that we are not no longer together, I shouldn't be concerned about how he's feeling or, or what I can do to make... Anytime we are thinking about doing something to get a rise out of them. We're not being um, fair to ourselves. We're not putting the focus on us. And that, in a separation and divorce, going through this journey, it needs to be about us, not about them or what they are doing. And that's something that we need to keep in mind whenever we do that, and as you can see, I, I I mentioned it a few times, you know, I hope he's thinking about me. I hope he, re- I hope now that I feel like I'm glad that we are apart, that he realizes that he changed his mind so that he can feel the way I felt. That's kind of a shitty way to think about things. And let's be honest, that was kind of bullshit because I probably wasn't ready enough for him to do that. And I may have actually fallen right back in because he's like, oh yeah, he regrets He doesn't, he regrets it. Let me jump back in. And it would have not been a benefit to me. So I think that, you know, that's just me trying to talk tough to myself, but not a healthy way to be. So I hope you enjoyed this journal entry. I feel like uh, there's progress. I feel like I'm growing. Uh, I feel like I'm realizing a few things and like I mentioned, I don't really, I haven't talked to him and I don't really miss talking to him. It's just the, the the what is the word? It's not the comfort. It's just something that you're used to. Since you're used to doing it, you miss the, it's not tradition either. I'm sure you know the word I'm trying to say, but it wasn't that I missed him so much as It's just something that I was used to doing, but I was slowly stopping that, which I know is not going to last, but every little bit helps the process. All right. I'm going to leave it here for this week. And I, as always, thank you for listening. And I look forward to catching you on the next one. Bye for now. And with that, we'll be wrapping up this week's episode. As always, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to listen to my podcast. I know you have many other options to choose from. If you would like to join a community of women to discuss further details of the episodes and to reach out to me, you can find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. If you just want to drop me a quick note, you can do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast and haven't done so yet, I would appreciate if you would rate, subscribe, and maybe share with others. And please remember that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. I'll see you next week.